0: Wishing everyone who clicked on our website a very good day. So welcome to my uh, introduction of uh, Batman The Killing Joke. So what I'll be doing in this, what I'll be covering in this intro podcast is essentially establishing who Batman and Joker is and how did they actually come to be uh, these really big names in the DC Universe, especially forming one of the biggest rivalries in the history of comics. Okay, so to understand uh, both these main characters, we need to actually know how they were created and how the stories are intertwined. So let us first delve into the Cape Crusader, that is the title character, Batman. So around World War II in 1939, you had two comic book writers. One guy's name was Jerry Siegel and the other guy was Joe's sister. So they both decided, you know, people are feeling bored, this is post-World War, let's start a comic book series. So they start a series which I'm not sure if anyone knows, maybe a few of you who actually read comics know that it was actually called Action Comics. And it, had, it featured a powerful humanoid, humanoid alien named kal So everyone knows that kal now is Superman. So his adventures were mostly based loosely on events of the world wars. Like for example, uh, everyday crimes. And a caped guy flying and taking out every source of crime and criminals. And also maybe it probably involved him fighting in the war as well. Like using tanks, throwing them here and there. Basically Hulk in 2003 but in comic form. So essentially... Uh, that was sort of the main part of how superhero comics worked. You had a guy whose immense strength sort of carried his whole persona and used that to fight against the sources of evil. So when comic book readers saw it, they really loved Superman. But then, just like how people tend to need and want variety, people also wanted something a lot more realistic rather than over-the-top colorful action. So you know, uh, the writer said, okay, we'll give that to whoever wants what they want and decided to actually release Batman. So back in the day, Batman didn't have his own standalone comic. That was like how they wrote Action Comics, decided to write something known as Detective Comics, another issue, another series. So it started off, but not with Batman, started off with a more grounded, realistic detective, something on the lines of Sherlock Holmes, something like that. So his name is called Slam Bradley. Now he is part of the DC Universe, but then... Considering that his arc was uh, very realistic, it sort of lacked that whole superhero-esque madness that they actually wanted to see weaved with uh, interwoven with a detective form, like what they saw in Superman, but you know, a little bit more sort of realistic. But then they didn't get that from Slam Bradley, they got more of a kind of uh, Sherlock Holmes type thing, but mostly in comic form. So then finally, Siegel decided to create a realistic detective with superpowered capabilities to rival that of Superman as well as aiming to give him his very own darker setting that opposed the tone of other superhero comics of the time. So essentially, he decided to set Batman in a fictional city in Chicago, in the USA called Gotham. Everybody knows Gotham right now. And later on, Action Comics and uh, Detective Comics fused together to form DC Comics as you know it today. So, everyone knows that Batman is a crime fighter. So, his main uh, signature features are three main things that he. um, Everyone needs to know about his origin story, his no kill policy, and how he fights, what his strategies and everything. So, Batman's origin story is basically everyone knows this by now, but for those who don't know, he's actually. His real name is Bruce Wayne. He's a very rich ad to a gigantic business that his father, Thomas Wayne, owned. Yeah, so. Essentially his story kicks off mostly the murder of his parents when he was a child and from then on he dedicates his whole life and money into acquiring expensive gadgetry considering that he's you know Thomas Wayne's son and he gets ripped. He really works out a lot and he gets well versed with martial arts to sort of combat all these uh, uh, negative elements in the world that took away his parents and sort of uh, fight for justice for everyone else. So he gets... uh, really well versed martial arts, combat training, and he learns a few scientific enhancement experiments to improve his gear and physique. So when you say scientific enhancement experiments, he really studies a lot. He gets all his sources on his big big computer at his base that is called the Bat Cave. And he sort of <clears throat> researches how you can actually improve any ordinary medicine, make it stronger. Or he might take experimental doses of it for himself to actually improve his physique, which mostly has not gone that badly in the comics. So probably one of the most rare superheroes to follow this particular code he actually has a strict no kill policy which even forces on close members of the justice league including superman martian manhunter green lantern john stewart others so essentially you can't kill if you're with batman or you can't kill as batman because he believes that the right punishment for criminal can only be decided by the justice system and that he doesn't doesn't really have to play the role as judge, jury, or executioner if the judge, jury, and executioner actually do their jobs. So lastly, that's with his no-kill policy. Lastly, you got his strategy. So now a lot of people actually have not seen a lot of this in movies. For those of you who don't read comics, except for Batman vs Superman, where you know he plans exactly the entire kryptonite gas strategy to actually take out Superman. So that's a very light way of telling us how Batman's key feature that is prep time works so essentially prep time is something that batman uses to sort of study his force for days months or even years for example he finds if he finds out for yeah. example the first encounter with a uh, doomsday in the comics he takes almost a year to actually know doomsday's kryptonite weakness weaknesses and a lot of other things that he actually used to take uh, doomsday down he also finds a proper place to have the battle take place and then he initiates the fight so essentially time is his way of studying his foes for days, months, whatever, even years. Take them down, no matter whether they are a planetary threat or even a celestial threat. Yep, celestial. So on top of all this, he's one of the few greatest detectives within the DC Comics world. So for those of you who don't really read comics, there are probably must have heard of John Constantine and Rorschach. Rorschach from Watchmen. John Constantine from Constantine. There are a the, lot of other detectives like this. Question. Even the guy I just mentioned, Martian Manhunter. You probably must have heard him from Justice League. So all these guys are really, really, really good detectives, and he is also really good compared to them. Now they're obviously a little better than him, but he's also in uh, on subpar with them. Sort of actually no, on par with them. So his ability to interrogate criminals. With his own personally crafted medical drugs, as well as his intimidation and superior gadgetry, they help him. That helps him really reconstruct crime scenes from dust and ashes. So um, he actually not only does his cape and everything sort of intimidate a lot of criminals. Example was one time he actually interviews Deathstroke. For those who don't know, Deathstroke he's a really good villain. So oh, I think it's Deadshot. Whatever one of them, and Superman sort of tries to intimidate that Deadshot, but he can't. But then batman sort of just exists and looking at him that's what sort of scares that a little bit so now that i've given you enough insight on batman let's go to his purple psychotic friend that is the joker so the willing of the killing joke or moreover the antagonist the joker he is probably the most unique villain to ever come out of a comic book which is why even all of his portrayals in movies all his on-screen portrayals you got jack nicholson you got uh, Heath Ledger, you got wow. Joaquin Phoenix, every single portrayal is legendary. That's how good the writing wow. of his character is usually. And that's also why it also the 1989's Batman, in which uh, Jack Nicholson portrayed Joker, sort of took a toll on wow. his mental health and he actually told the audience that he vowed he never played Joker again. So that's essentially how powerful the character is. So Joker's nature is essentially is heavy, heavily unpredictable. Even in this particular text, you'll find a part yeah. where he actually tells you not to actually believe his backstories by saying, I like it multiple choice. That's even the title of a website. So essentially, um, as a character, Joker's backstory was never actually revealed to the reader right since Batman's inception uh, till 1951. So essentially, uh, he got the base backstory was leaked very uh, bleakly in Batman's inception, that is in 1951. where he just falls into a vial of chemicals, which cause him to actually go insane and have his skin mutate into multiple colors, sort of actually causing the original psychotic Joker that we know. So, what Killing Joke does is they take the story and actually develop it a little bit more, sort of give it a backstory, not just make him a mindless villain that what he was in that particular scene. So, as this character was being developed through various issues throughout the Cape Crusader's adventures, the readers actually understand that his motives are driven by him, having understood the absurdity and sadity of our daily life, through doing the same thing over and over, just to no avail, reaping only bad results. So, you're going to obviously find this out throughout the novel, if you all have read it already. So, as a product of his insanity, terrorism and crime is his safe response to it, with the added benefit of giving Batman a really good time and good cases to solve. So, he actually sort of is overjoyed that Batman is something that actually fights crime sort of gives him something to do. He does something with his boring and uh, very mad mind which he makes all his drugs with and he sort of gives Batman a good fight also. He's not only into crime, he also wants to be Batman the time of his life. So his appearance is mostly being a Caucasian male with white skin, brightly coloured lips and green hair with his outfit, being mostly a purple suit with purple pants and in some cases a yellow vest and a cane. So he's also his arsenal can consist of a little bit of laughing gas, which he used to poison his victims. Uh, laughing poison, which he can inject into a person to make them laugh mindlessly and just die laughing. And uh, the main thing about Joker is he actually has no fear of punishment. You can, you can actually shoot him in the face or actually uh, threaten him. He'll never actually be really culpable. We all of us actually noticed this part in uh, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight christian bale's dark knight where he actually doesn't get intimidated by batman so essentially that's come to the end of my introduction so if you have any doubts i suggest just look up the origins of batman just to have the understanding a lot more clear but this is essentially what you need to know before you start reading the killing joke so this is both the minds of joker and batman laid down for you so yeah thank you Dashil Fernandez, and i'm signing out